Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking about the secret to saving that you've totally overlooked. So I recently collaborated with my favorite budgeting app company, You Need a Budget. Uh, YNAB, you guys have heard me talk about You Need a Budget. Um, I just, I love their app. This is not a commercial for them, but um, they're just one of the leaders. And I think they're doing some really uh, cool, innovative things with their app. And so I've been actually working with them 
on a couple of articles that we have on Huffington Post and other various outlets um, about all sorts of things, budgeting, saving money, uh, paying off debt, always trying to take kind of an innovative approach to whatever we're talking about. And, you know, we wrote this article, The Secret to Saving, that you've totally overlooked. And I just think it's a really powerful concept. And I I just really wanted to, you know, talk about it with you and kind of leave this here for you on a Friday before a weekend and hopefully just give you a little something to think about. You know, people are always looking for tips and tricks to make saving faster and easier, right? I mean, of course they are. We all want to work smarter, not harder. Plus, saving money is super hard. So hard that saving money is one of the most talked about money topics around. There are thousands and thousands of articles, books upon books upon books, podcasts, TV shows, you name it, right? About how you can save money. And especially right now with the holidays coming up, I mean, everything is, uh, you know, a tip about how you can, um, you know, get the most money shopping or how you can pay off your debt or um, what kind of holiday budget you should have or coupons or Black Friday or or Cyber Monday. I mean, it's just we're like inundated with spending money right now. And it, you know, it's really easy, especially this time of year, where you can just get in sort of the drain pipe of overspending. So savings just goes out the window, right? And in fact, you just, you like have amnesia and you totally forget what the word saving money means right now until, you know, the beginning of January when you wake up and you go, holy crap, I have spent a lot of money and now I've blown through my savings or I've made a significant dent in my savings. And, um, yeah, now I gotta, now I gotta figure out how to pay for all this stuff, right? That's usually how most of us do it. It doesn't matter how much money you make, how how little money you make. We're kind of all in the same boat about this. You know, there are articles about all sorts of crazy ways that you could save money. I've talked about them on the podcast. I mean, I've seen everything from, you know, freezing your credit cards so you won't use them. Um, that's probably one of the most like extreme situations that I've seen. I've even seen people that have, have cut up their credit cards right around this time. So you wouldn't be tempted to use them. And then, you know, in January, you call the credit card company back and you get your, um, you get your credit card, your actual card back. Right. So then you can go shopping again. Um, I I've seen everything and it just, it's like this enigma, right? Saving money. It's like this thing that you know you should be doing and you know you may be saving through your 401k at work or maybe you're actually a really good saver right but we all get in the habit sometimes of just making a mess of saving money and then and trying to figure out why this all went wrong and how do we do it better and you know I actually shouldn't complain because that's kind of what keeps me um keeps my career going, right? Is helping, helping you figure out how to save money, helping you figure out how to pay off this debt, helping you, helping you do all of that. That's really kind of my job. So I shouldn't be complaining here, but, but you get where I'm going with this. So I've just been thinking a lot about this towards the holidays and okay, I need a little bit of a drum roll here, right? I really think that the secret to saving money that you've totally overlooked is a very simple concept called contentment, right? Which seems to be the most important element of saving money, but it's always overlooked. And it is really being content 
with what you have. And I know that sounds touchy-feely. I know that sounds a little crazy, but just listen to me because there's, there's actual truth in it. It may seem simple. It may seem obvious, but how often do you actually practice contentment with what you have? How often, right? So my idea of contentment, it looks a lot different than it did 10 years ago, admittedly, right? I'm all about being honest with you. So, um, you know, 10 years ago, I wanted a big house. I wanted a fancy car. Um, I wanted to be traveling all the time. Um, I wanted to be shopping all the time. I mean, you name it. Like I wanted it. I wanted it. I wanted it. But now my idea of contentment is really feeling like I'm helping people have a better life. And I love to travel still, but I do it way more, um, I, I do it smartly now. Not that I didn't do it before because I've always been this person who's been terribly resourceful. And even when I started my first business in college, I was kind of known as the girl who could take um, a small amount of money and achieve a lot with that money. That's really where I honed my budgeting and saving money skills, to be honest, was, was through that. So I, I definitely have a knack with this. But there is a way to travel smartly and there's a way to travel dumb. I mean, there just is, right? Um, and, and I love being with my husband, which may seem, I don't know, um, kind of warm and fuzzy, but it's true. He's actually like my favorite human to spend time with. And we can do anything. We don't have to be doing anything, actually. We don't have to be going to a fancy restaurant or um, going shopping or anything like that. You know, we can watch a stupid movie and I, I'm just as happy, if not more happy. So it's now about like simplicity, but this has definitely been a journey to get here for sure. It's been a huge journey and I'm driving that big fancy car that I had to have years ago. But now, honestly, I would trade for a very simple car that got great gas mileage because I don't need the status anymore. I don't need to feel like all of these things are, are fulfilling me because they're not right. And I've kind of had some hard knocks in life. Um, getting divorced, you know, running your own business, things like that, they'll kind of knock you around a bit. Um, and you may have things in your life that have done the same, and maybe you haven't, but there will come a time because there really is for everyone where they kind of have a little bit of a hard knock situation. So if you're content with what you have, you will have all that you need. Um, it's just that simple. There's no need to like frantically search every online holiday sale or go into debt to buy the latest and greatest iPhone that will actually be obsolete tomorrow. As soon as you push, you know, the buy button now, it's the same thing as a car. You get this big fancy car, you drive it off the lot. If you actually drove that car back on the lot to like resell it to the, to who you just bought it from. Um, they wouldn't buy it for the same price that you just bought it. They'd buy it for lower. Uh, that's that's the way this stuff works. So my whole point is that being content, I feel, is really this lost art, this lost concept in life because we're all online. We all have things just like shoved in our face. There's reality shows, you know, our, our, we're watching people on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and like everything looks so amazing for them that we feel like totally inferior if we don't have that same thing. But the problem is if we're not content with what we have, we completely overspend to try to keep up with the Joneses. Um, And then we find ourselves in a mess and the mess is what's hard to undo. The mess is what's going to keep you later in life from doing all the things that you really want to do. And um, again, this is not just a syndrome of people that 
maybe don't make a lot of money. It's universal. It doesn't matter how much money you make. You can still be really, really crappy at saving money and make a million dollars a year and literally live like feast of famine. I, I see it all day long. So I just want to, I just want to reassure you with that. But, you know, right alongside saving money is kind of the other most talked about money topic, which is paying off debt, right? They go hand in hand, right? <laughs> they're like, they're like uh, long lost cousins. So it may shock you, but the total outstanding U.S. consumer debt is currently around $3.4 trillion, which breaks down to an average of $16,048 per household. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of debt, right? That is a huge amount, $3.4 trillion and growing. It grows every single day. In fact, I'm sure it's already way higher than $3.4 trillion, the number I pulled off online. But you know, simply speaking, like we're a society that likes to buy stuff and we'll buy it uh, regardless of having the cash on hand or having to turn to our plastic. But with all this debt, it's it's obvious why we have a nationwide, like, I'm not content ep- epidemic. We just, we're just fascinated with keep buying stuff, right? Keep getting a bigger house, keep getting a better apartment, keep getting better stuff, keep upgrading, keep going, keep... And, you know, there's nothing wrong with striving for more. It's just when you have to pay such a huge price for it, is it worth it? I mean, I know the answer. The answer is no, but sometimes I know you've got to like kind of go through it and have a little, um, little lesson, a little life check moment to realize that. But, you know, I realized like I I stumbled into like a little slice of brilliance as I like to call it, um, my deep thought was essentially a Rolling Stone lyric. You can't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes, you might find that you get what you need, right? So while I can't speak for the Rolling Stones, my take is that the point is not to kill all your dreams. Choosing contentment, it doesn't mean that you're never going to have more than what you have now or that a particular thing or experience isn't part of your current reality or that it will never be an option, but Being smart financially, it isn't about giving up your lifestyle. It's about making smart choices that help you build savings while being content with what you have. Get it? So you can still do the life that you want. You might have to make some small tweaks, some small alterations, but I hope if anything you take away from this podcast is is smart ways to do things that you already like to do, right? Go to happy hour instead of um, you know, going to dinner and spending double what you would spend at happy hour, right? Um, use your credit card points to buy movie tickets and airplane flights and rent a cars and things like that. Heck, use a points credit card to start with. Um, you know, there's all sorts of ways that you can save money. I mean, now you don't even have to go to a gym to work out. My God, you could just go on YouTube for free and work out in your own home, not even have to go outside, right? So nobody has to see you in your workout clothes. And um, you can have an amazing workout and you've not paid a penny for it except for your internet that you're already paying for. So there's a way to do all of these things in life that you really want to do, but to do them smartly. And that's really what contentment is all about. So waiting, saving, prioritizing, and saving some more Paying off debt doesn't happen overnight either. Neither does building up your savings account. 
And, you know, I was telling you the goal is to have three to six months worth of your expenses in emergency fund. That takes a while. It just takes a while. And it's going to ebb and flow. Sometimes you're going to have six months. Sometimes you're going to have to get into that savings account. You're going to have to hack that puppy up and you're going to have to, you know, use it to pay for things that you didn't anticipate, but then you're going to build it right back up. That's just the way it works. So it's like, think of it like a fine wine, right? I love I love wine. I'm not like one of those wine connoisseurs. So I'm not like, I try to do the swirly thing with the wine glass and like, I try to look sophisticated, but I'm not the type that's going to go like, Oh, you know, I smell essence of oak and chocolate and cinnamon. I mean, that's not me. Right. But I like to drink a good glass of wine, but just like fine wine, you know, saving, it takes a while to age and it's going to be in constant flux. So don't get upset with yourself if, you know, someone's your ahead, someone's your behind. I mean, this is just the way it works. And I think the problem is, is we don't talk about it. We don't talk about saving money. We don't talk about budgeting. We don't talk about paying off debt. We have put so much shame around these topics that we don't talk about them. So you get isolated, right? You're in your own little bubble. And it's, it's hard to see what other people are struggling with. You know, just go on Facebook, right? It looks like everybody has a fabulous, amazing, uh, truly authentic, um, ridiculously fulfilled life. But I mean, honestly speaking, I've done this myself. I might post something on Facebook and like I might be struggling with something personally that people don't know about. And, um, you know, that's, that's just the way it works. So if you're content with where you are, you're going to consume less. And you aren't going to be as consumed with consuming. So as a result, you aren't going to be spending. And what do you know? When you aren't spending, you're saving. See how easy that is? But what would happen if we spent less time trying to hack a saving strategy or trick ourselves into, into saving money and really just funneled that energy into being content with where we are right now, for right now? Probably a whole heck of a lot more savings would actually happen if you were content with where you are. So my question to you is, are you content? It doesn't mean you can't strive hard. It doesn't mean you can't work for things. It doesn't mean you can't have nice things. It doesn't mean any of that, right? But are you okay right now? If your answer is no, I want you to really think about why this is, why your answer is no, and maybe how you can change that. Because I really think being content is the new cool. And I, I'm just going with that. That That's going to be my motto for 2017, right? Being content with where you are, with what you have, with whatever mistakes you've made, with whatever you're striving for, whatever goal you want to get to, whatever career you want to have, whatever silly thing you just bought over the holidays that you really wish you didn't spend your money on, whatever it is, being content is the new cool. So just think about that, all right? As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Shauna Game and Instagram at millennial underscore money.